Welcome. This is Christy Bauman. And this is Andrew Bauman. And you're listening to Therapy Shorts. Brief conversations about theology and psychology. And welcome back to another episode of Therapy Shorts. We had like four entries. Most of them were us singing, but we're not going to use any of those. But it was delightful. Today we're talking about the spectrum of an abuser. Why don't you tell us what that means, A.B.? Yes. So basically, uh, Christy and I work with a lot of abuse recovery, um, a lot of marriages that have elements mostly of emotional, spiritual abuse, covert narcissism, overt narcissism. And basically how this idea came about was that I truly believe that all abusers aren't created equal. Yeah. We also want to start this by saying this isn't to justify abusive behavior, but more clearly define it. Yes. So that's, you're not justifying. If someone's unsafe, they need to get out of an unsafe relationship. Definitely. But in the years of working with so many abusive partners, there's, mm-hmm. we've, we're learning there's kind of a spectrum. Yes. Yeah. And it's important to name it, define it, be clear what relationship you're in. Because a man um, who may be completely unaware, foolish, what I call the unaware fool, is very different, though he can be abusive, is very different than the classic narcissistic coward. Um, There's a different type of an abuse. There's a different type of an abuser. And both are dangerous. Yes. But, But there's a different level and we need to define it. Right, right. Because sometimes you might have... We, we've seen where a couple, a, a wife might say, you know, he is, he is so evil. He is so bad. Um, he's such an abuser. And we're kind of sitting there like, you know, yeah, he's foolish. He's clumsy, but he's not, um, he's not as dark as you want him to be. Right. And, and that is a slippery slope. I mean, that's a... Yeah, that's this a, is a nuanced conversation. Yes. So I would encourage you... you can't take it out of context. Go to my website, um, read the article, which is more going to be more in-depth, called The Spectrum of an Abuser. Because um, I don't want anybody, or even an abuser, to take this mm-hmm. and use it as fuel to somehow justify poor behavior. Right. So let's talk about the two extremes, the two spectrums of um, the abuser the unaware fool and the narcissistic coward so if we think about an unaware fool that comes in that looks like the husband who comes in and is maybe uneducated about his wife's complaint or the harm he's doing the spiritual abuse he might be doing um where he's a really like kind of nice guy on the outside right it's very clumsy work and he kind of seems maybe doesn't believe his wife or is unwilling to read books or get educated on what she might be talking about and we see this a lot in the church right where there's an oppressive patriarchal culture and a wife is trying to explain that and maybe the term of submission is used incorrectly so that's what I would say is the, the 
quintessential unaware fool Mm -hmm. that I might see that walks into the room. Another characteristic would be that he's just emotionally unaware. Um, He's emotionally immature. He has not done his own work to be aware of his own inner world. Thus, he's unaware of his wife's inner world. Right. Right. And so he hasn't adequately grieved his own wounds. And I would even say something to that of grieving his own wounds. Mm -hmm. It's also when you see someone who doesn't believe the wounds they've inflicted on their partner. Correct. And so you might see um, a woman who's weeping or she's sad or she's hurt and the husband is kind of doesn't believe her mm-hmm. he's not really moved by it he mm-hmm. and then or he it, doesn't know what to do with it right, right? or I mean, it he wants like, to help but he doesn't know how yeah or it becomes an intellectual sort of mm-hmm. genre where he's thinking about it but it's like he hasn't really grieved the wounds of either maybe his hatred of women Mm-hmm. or what women have harmed him in his life, and then therefore why he's so unaware of his dynamic with mm-hmm. women, particularly his wife. And would you say the unaware fool has a hatred of women as well, or would that be further on the other end of the spectrum of the narcissistic coward? Well, I would even say this past week we sat with someone who I would say was he was foolish, mm-hmm. and he has a good heart. Mm-hmm. His heart is good. But and he hates women and he mm-hmm. just doesn't even know it. Like even that concept mm-hmm. blew his mind because in his head, he's respectful of women. Mm-hmm. He says all the right things, but he was so hurt mm-hmm. by his mother wound. Mm-hmm. Right. And then has carried it into his marriage. So his most intimate right. relationships with women are marked or scarred. Yes. So I would say that for the unaware fool. Right. I just think the heart is different. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. That's important. And to know that, right, that goes back to the old adage, whatever um, trauma is unprocessed, right, we continue it on. We carry it out. We reenact Mm -hmm. the unprocessed trauma of our youth. Um, Any other parts of the unaware fool? I'm thinking of, there's usually a humility, actually, to the unaware fool. Right. Um, He just, it's mixed with self-contempt. Yeah. It's mixed with. You self-flagellation know, yeah, in a sense it's like mixed that. with shame mm-hmm. um it's mixed with a lot of weird kind of weird things that doesn't actually present as humility there's an attempt to connect right there's a willingness to go to therapy but he misses the mark he misses his wife's heart he doesn't quite know how to connect and, and so, you feel sorry for them a lot of mm-hmm. times i'll sit there and i'm like wow i feel really sad mm-hmm. that that he he feels something but doesn't know so turns it on himself right. and then i right I'm just the clumsy the clumsiness right he doesn't yeah. know how to enter his wife's heart and so that's one of the the spectrums of the abuser and i truly believe this type of an abuser the unaware fool really can change yes um, i actually can like i've seen it time and time again when a um, a man specifically commits to healing commits to educating himself Mm -hmm. commits to becoming emotionally mature and emotionally um, intelligent right and and he actually can change his damaging patterns once he begins to own that he's an unaware fool yeah 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 yeah. if he doesn't turn on himself Mm -hmm. right and he can trust that there's a good work being done in him and then trust it enough to learn and become yeah educated about what he's actually participating in right and yeah, do his own work, right? His own grief work, his own story work, yeah. his own wounds yes. Yes. that are coming out 
when he's Sideways. unaware of it. Mm-hmm. Right. Exactly. So then um, we have the narcissistic coward. Mm-hmm. Narcissistic coward. Side. This is the other extreme. And this, I have far less hope for this character. Mm-hmm. Right. And I've only seen a few um, in my day, but they're aggressive. Um, Very. They're wildly insecure, yes. thus making them wildly dangerous. Yes. Yes. Right? There's almost this sense of no talking to them, particularly mm-hmm. for me as a woman. Sometimes I'm sitting there and I'm Correct. like, there, it's not even <clears throat> worth bringing my voice because your voice it, won't matter. It will be annihilated. I'm already being right. deduced down to less than. Right. They're mm-hmm. going to attempt to control and power over you in any way, especially if you're a woman. Mm-hmm. Right. Like that's how they gain their innocence. They feel good about themselves. Yeah, but I would even say, even if you would take them on or another mm-hmm. man would take them on, there's still an aggression that oh, yes. comes out. And um, yeah, yeah. I mean, I can think of so many stories. You know, mm-hmm. some of you in the room with me, um, when literally a wife's weeping and the man is talking at her over her, mm-hmm. um, and, and kind of condemning, and me like. I remember that one one time, literally speaking over him as he's talking. I'm raising my voice, talk like, "Do you see what you're doing? Like, right. You're doing it right now. Yeah, you're literally silencing your wife, and and almost like I don't care. It doesn't matter. Yeah, I'm intrigued that you said that there weren't. You haven't seen many mm-hmm. in your day. So, so what does that mean? Meaning most of the men that I work with are unaware fools, which I think I've probably, you know, over my ten year career. Probably less than 10. Men that you were thinking. That would be this extreme narcissistic coward that actually, I don't think, have the capacity to change. Interesting. And are so violent, right? Are so this extreme of just like, like, wow, I don't want to be, I don't feel safe to be in your presence even. Hmm. You know, one time, remember calling the police. Yeah, I'm surprised. I would have said a lot more. Yeah. (laughs) I think maybe I, you know. Um, but you have a lot more hope for men than mm-hmm. I do because of how, because sure. of my story. So when I think I've, I see a narcissistic coward, I, a lot of me gives up hope really sure. quick. Like I don't believe men will do the work. And I think you do have a deeper belief for, right. for men. But most, but, but I think it's also important to say most men, especially um, on the abuse spectrum, actually don't do the work. Yeah. To, to do, to change. Right. Well, can can men change? Yes, I, I believe in Jesus, right? Like right. I believe in redemption. I believe in the of resurrection. Course, yeah. And yet most men won't because right. there's a cost to change. There's right. a cost to transformation. Yeah. Right. And that's, again, when I, I love to pull that scripture out of husbands, love your wives as Christ loved the church and laid his life down mm-hmm. for her. That, you know, few men get up on a cross yes particularly in the counseling room when their marriage is dying there's mm-hmm. few of them that get up on a cross when they're mm. when they're much more comfortable abusing their partners right right sad so the narcissistic coward their their violence their abuse is more blatant right it's more yeah. kind of in your face probably one of the, the largest categories um, largest theme within mm-hmm. this category is that they're entitled yes a hundred percent they believe they're they're normally more theologically rigid oh my gosh right they they have the scriptures that tells women to be silent yeah to be some like they use the scripture i remember sitting with one man who would pray out loud that his wife would submit to his sexual fetishes yeah of disgusting 
uh, I won't go in the graphic detail. Yeah. But it was gross. Um, and so he would pray out loud for her to submit Ugh. and then she, until she would submit um, to his sexual fetish, yeah. which was not enjoyable um, for her. Yeah. Right. It's like that type of of narcissism, spiritual abuse that literally is like, I'm going to get my needs met regardless of you. Right. Um, right. Right. I don't care about you. I only care about me. That yes. type of selfishness. Yes. And what's what's sad is I, I think um, I, I think you're delineating something really important is that entitled selfishness is, I think, what I can't stand. Mm-hmm. Right. But there is also something of just the clumsy like I, I thought this was the way we were supposed to do it because this is the way the church taught us. Mm-hmm. That man, I feel like I can forgive. But the man yes, who comes right. in this like power of. Right. Of I deserve this. This, this is what yeah, what scripture says or what God intended. And I'm right. like, wow, you're so far from being the face of Jesus. Yes. To anyone in this room, particularly your wife. Right. Um. Right. So. And that's what I'm important. combing through right now as I'm combing through this uh, 2,800 women that were on my survey, mm-hmm. going through their stories of how they've experienced sexism, sexism. in the church, yeah. is so heartbreaking. I mean, yeah. these stories are just wild. And um, just mm. so sad. And mm-hmm. It's like, oh, this type of entitlement has bled into our churches, into our pulpits right. for generations. And they've mm. used scripture um, inappropriately yeah. to subjugate. Yes. And that's what we have to take back. Yes. That's what we have to begin to name. Yes. Um, that equality is vital yes. <laughs> in our and, marriages, in our churches. Amen. And I would even say the reason we're talking about this is is because sometimes we've noticed even women who have just like put up with something too long yes. and they're so contemptuous, they're so done. Mm-hmm. But then we get there and we're like, oh, your husband was actually just clumsy. Not, mm-hmm. he wasn't necessarily evil. He's just foolish. And you nor he knew how to require something different from your marriage because of the church you were in or because of the community you were in. The tools you were given. And it's just painful to watch because some marriages, in a sense, die, you know, because of they didn't learn sooner. They didn't trust their bodies that, wait, this isn't. Something's not right. right here. And they weren't given the adequate language to define yeah. what was happening yeah. or the humility to both really self-reflect. Yeah, those of, are the saddest to yeah, me. Yeah, what is my part in this dynamic, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um, so we're going to wrap up here, but let's just end. If you are experiencing any this type of abuse, it's not okay, right? It's not okay, and you can get help, get out. You do not have to stay if you are being abused, um, they broke the covenant long before, mm-hmm. right? And so, yeah. and, and yet, I think it's important to define um, the spectrum of an abuser and know Agreed. what you're working with so yes. you can get adequate help. Yeah, yes, yes. Well, we bless you as you navigate um, who and what you're in relationship within. Mm-hmm. And we just, we pray for there to be some clarity, right? Yes. And that these words that we're offering And our experience gives some insight to help you navigate your relationship. Yes. May you experience God's kindness more fully this week. Let it be. Amen. Thank you so much for listening to Therapy Shorts. If you have a topic that you'd like us to cover, check us out at christiancc.org.